I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources with Lloyd Matheson. We're really pleased to have back in the studio with us today, Tim Shriver from Unite.us. And we've been driving through this political season with the Dignity Index, really looking at how we talk about the issues of the day and how we talk about those that we disagree with. Uh, yesterday, we went uh, back to this uh, great line from Aristotle that, again, hard to believe it was thousands of years before the Internet or social media, but that political life in a free society is a humanizing arena, not a demonizing, a humanizing arena to moderate conflict and pursue the common good. And uh, Tim, as you've been involved in this uh, amazing pilot project here in the state of Utah appropriately, uh, give us some of the lessons learned as we come down the the home stretch here and wrap up uh, the 2022 midterms. Well, thanks for having me, Boyd. I think a lot of your listeners will know that over the last several weeks, the Dignity Index, dignityindex.us if you're interested, uh, we've been using this to actually grade uh, classify the speech that political figures use in debates, in social media posts, in speeches. Uh, and we've done this across the state. Utah is our uh, is where we've launched the Dignity Index. And the Dignity Index is trying to awaken us to the ways in which we slip from disagreement into contempt. When we shift from I disagree with you to I have nothing in common with you to you are a problem to I have to get rid of you. And that's where violence creeps in, right? Yeah. So our speech is actually capable of contributing to violence, and it's also capable of contributing to a more whole, a greater wholeness, a greater civility, a greater capacity to actually solve problems instead yeah. of screaming about them. So we've been grading people for the last uh, grading. Should uh, I got to correct myself? Not grading people, grading speech. Speech, yeah. For the last <laughs> several weeks, and we've learned a lot. I think a couple of big lessons. First of all, Utahns like most Americans, are starving yeah. for a better form of politics. None of us like the contempt and hatred and vitriol in our speech, and none of us like the fact that this has become normal. Yeah, It creates loneliness. It creates despair about the future. It creates frustration in families. Mm. When we opt for hatred against our brothers and our sisters, our husbands, our wives, our children, our coworkers – so getting contempt out of the bloodstream of our culture, we've been validated by people telling us, please help us do this yeah. across the state. I think a second lesson, and it's not, it's not as promising a one, is one of the worst forms of contempt is political advertising. Mm. Much worse, as it turns out, in our reviews of these things than political r- rhetoric and even than uh, debates. When you look at the ads, sometimes we think they're coming from Senator this or Senator that or Congressperson or Mayor or Governor, but a lot of times they're coming from third parties you don't know. Right. And so they kind of feel they're anonymous and they're free to really bring the worst possible characterization of the people we disagree with. So we've we our team has got to, starting to think about how we focus on those sources because you know, sometimes hatred slips in. 
mm-hmm. uh, and we don't necessarily know where it's coming from. So we we noticed that. I, the third thing, and then I'll stop talking, is you know the University of Utah. Our young uh, students and graduate students there were the primary raiders. Right. So when when the Lee McMullen debate took place, the the transcript was sent over to the students who were trained to be objective, not partisan, but be objective and to create consensus ratings. Those students, we, you know, you've had a chance to meet with them too, Boyd, but wow, have they taken the mantle of this challenge. Yeah. How do we return dignity? How do we bring dignity to our relationships? The young people love this. Yeah. And that is maybe our most uh, encouraging sign. Yeah. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. So important, and and it's so... uh... It's so vital, especially on the the ad front. Uh, we've been joking all day today that uh, there are, are many uh, political consultants that are now scrambling for a strategy because uh, Speaker Pelosi can no longer be in all of the attack ads uh, for every possible uh, position on the planet, and uh, they're going to have to actually get to some speech that I think actually matters, not just the the gravelly voice guy, you know, saying how evil and awful the other side is. Yeah, uh, I think it's also really important. Uh, as you look at this index, uh, some people have said, well, you know, you're trying to control speech or you're you're trying to be the speech police or you're trying to silence voices. Uh, but it's really the opposite of that. It is, you know, uh, to, to, to awaken people to how they're using speech is not to tell them what they can and can't do. Right. Uh, in fact, uh, as my colleague Tom Roshert says, the biggest barrier to free speech is contempt. Yeah. Nothing silences us like the fear of hatred, of retaliation, of judgment, of unsafety in the way in which we express ourselves. More Americans today are constrained in their speech because of hatred than they are from the government or from any other source. Yeah. So removing contempt and hatred from our discourse is actually the best strategy for freeing us to actually express our deepest truths in a way that feels safe, but also to be able to listen to others doing the same. Yeah, it's so important. And we were talking about this uh, yesterday up at the University of Utah, uh, talking about uh, so many who have become silenced because they're either afraid of the contempt and the hatred or what might be pointed, or they've just become secret that they don't want to share anything at all. Uh, And whether that's in our politics and governing, whether that's in our communities and neighborhoods, whether it's in our personal relationships, the moment you go silent, Problem solving stops. That's right. The moment you go secret, you're unwilling to share an idea, a thought, a vision of something. Uh, all creativity goes out the window. All curiosity goes out the window. Uh, and then nobody can make a decision. So then we go back to just having arguments. And 
I mean, in a timely way, I want to say that I've talked to a lot of people, uh, as uh, as you have, who are saying coming up on Thanksgiving, uh, the one thing I'm scared of is that Uncle <laughs> Bill is going to get in touch with my niece Susan, or you know, or that there's going to be. So we're trying to create some kind of boundary in our pol- in our home, not 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 in our politics, but in yeah. our homes. A third of Americans report today, Boyd, that politics and the culture wars have fractured or ended a relationship in their families. Wow. They no longer talk to their brother, their sister, their mother, yeah. their child, or have ended. I talked to a young man the other day who said, my mother has created a rule that in her house, no Democrats are allowed. <laughs> and I'm sure the same thing is true on the other side. So we've got to find a way to bridge that gap. It's yeah. not – we don't want to live in a country where mothers and sons can't talk, can't express yeah. their love for each other because of a political issue. Yeah. Uh, so even at Thanksgiving, I just want to encourage people as they head into this time. It's, it's often very tense. Uh, there's a lot of anxiety that accompanies bringing families together in this day and age. I hope people can maybe check out the Dignity Index, look at the scale, and, and look at ways in which you can – Move up the scale uh, and try to use language that validates the other person's point of view without having to agree with it. Try to use language that seeks understanding as we teach kids in, our, in many of our programs how to be curious instead of furious. Yeah, so, so important and uh, just having that uh, – the, the dignity of difference uh, I think is, is such an important part of this whole equation, this whole conversation. And uh, Tim, just in the minute or so that we've got left, uh, give us a, a little vision – forward. What comes next? We've done this pilot program here in the state of Utah. Uh, what comes next in terms of elevating the conversation across the country? Well, the most exciting thing is that there's a hunger for it. And I hope we'll be able to scale this to national races. I hope uh, we'll be able to put dignity on the ballot in 2024. Not that you can vote for or against it, but that you can vote with it. With it, yeah. Uh, choose whichever political position you care most about. Choose the candidate who represents you. But choose the candidate either within your own party or across party who best represents the hope of the future of our country, which is that we treat all Americans with a certain degree of dignity. Their God-given dignity is a part of it. And and I think if you look at the dignity and go to dignityindex.us, that's our hope. Have, we, we brought this to Utah because we believe in this community. Uh, help us share the, the lessons of it by going to the website, taking a look at it practicing it in your own life. If we heard one thing that's most the most beautiful thing is that from our young people, they said, when I learned how to grade others, it acted as a mirror for me. Mm. And it helps me grow in my journey yeah. to being a more uh, dignified human being. Uh, that's a, a worthy wish for this Thanksgiving, I hope, and for the future of our country. Uh, Tim Shriver, unite.us, dignity. Uh, dot us dignity index dignity dot index us. dot us excuse yeah, me that's okay. uh, make sure you get there and uh, check that out before your holidays and uh, we'll have much more to talk about as we move into the new congress into the new year there's going to be some great debates we're on the eve of great decisions in this country not easy decisions but great decisions and they're going to require this kind of dignity of difference and dignity in those that we disagree with uh, more than ever before so join us on the journey this is a discussion we all need to lean into all right, we'll step aside for bottom of the hour break. Much more to come on Inside Sources here on KSL News Radio. Stick around. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America, but this story is still unfolding. 
I'm Andreas Martin, and my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.